Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Men's Corner on the Golide FM podcast. My name is Tamsana, and today I decided to invite a health specialist, a practitioner in the medical field, Dr. Henry Mbofu. And today we want to talk about a sensitive issue in the man's world, erectile dysfunction. Hello, doctor, and welcome to the Men's Corner on Golide FM podcast. Hi, Tom. Thank you very much for having me. Mm-hmm. Hey, so let, let's jump right into it, doctor. What is erectile dysfunction? So erectile dysfunction is uh, what uh, uh, used to be called importance. Right. Uh, importance is less used these days. We use erectile dysfunction. Okay. Um, it is... Uh, a man's inability to have um, an erection or to maintain an erection okay. for him and his partner to have enjoyable sex. Okay. Okay. So what what actually causes this? Is there one particular cause or there are several causes? Uh, there are many causes. Uh, maybe before I proceed, um, I have to mention that, you know, um, um, having a problem with erection once or twice is really not uh, a reason for concern. Okay. But if it becomes frequent, causes stress, uh, causes uh, conflict in the relationship, mm-hmm. uh, loss of self-esteem, that's mm-hmm. when it becomes uh, a condition that requires uh, attention. Okay. Um, in terms of uh, of causes, the the list of causes is is quite long. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is to think of it in terms of how an erection is achieved. Okay. Um, an erection, the process starts in the higher centers of the brain. Okay. Uh, that is with thoughts, thoughts of sex, mm-hmm. uh, maybe visual stimulation, uh, uh, touch. And then signals are generated in the brain mm-hmm. that uh, are transmitted uh, through the nerves okay. down all the way uh, into the penis. Yes. There, the nerve effects some changes mm-hmm. uh, that will result in an increase in the blood flow uh, into the penis. At the same time, reducing the blood outflow. So in the end, you've got more blood filling the special tissue that makes up the penis and then you end up with an erection and the changes have got to be such that this is maintained for the duration of the um, sexual activity okay for the mutual satisfaction of uh, the male and the female okay so when we look at uh, at the uh, the causes anything that goes wrong along that process you know from the thought process mm-hmm. from the stimulation the transmission of the signals or the generation of the signals in the brain uh, to the mechanical changes that have to take place uh, in the penis um, anything that interferes with that process uh, can uh, cause um, uh, erectile dysfunction so basically one can defi- divide them into uh, psychological um, mm-hmm. uh, causes uh, and the physical causes, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, and quite often the two combine you've got both uh, psychological and uh, and the physical okay uh, if one would go for for the list it's it's, it's a very long list That's a, yes, but it yes, would yes. help maybe to uh, to to look at what are, are called uh, risk factors okay uh, the risk factors will enable one to group them um, according to the to the risk okay so, so the yes. risk factors yes i'm listening you can go on. yes okay so the risk factors include uh, medical conditions okay uh, among those on top uh, you know diabetes all right. Uh, high blood pressure and other uh, uh, heart or cardiovascular diseases. Okay. You also have uh, medications that are used to treat various uh, conditions, uh, antihypertensives, mm-hmm. medicines for depression, medicines that we use for allergies as examples. Mm-hmm. Um, so we also have the... Uh, weight issues okay the more one is overweight the more they are likely to get uh, erectile problems okay. uh, so those who are overweight and those mm-hmm. who are obese uh, have uh, got a risk of suffering uh, erectile problems can, can i just get some clarification uh, there mm-hmm. are, are you are you saying that Erectile dysfunction could be an indicator of an underlying problem. Precisely. Okay. Uh, it is usually uh, a complication of something else that okay. has gone wrong in the body. Okay. And in some instances, it's actually an early indicator of more serious uh, disease uh, oh. that is uh, uh, taking okay. place in the body. All right. I, I just want to take a step back and and before we go forward, does erectile dysfunction attack a certain age group? Say it only attacks the guys from thirty eight above, or it, it does not choose. Uh, it does not choose, uh, depending on what is causing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the young and healthy uh, men can suffer from uh, erectile dysfunction. Okay. Uh, but it tends to get more frequent uh, as age advances. Okay. Okay. So, so, so now. Because. Uh, yes. No, I was you, saying, uh, is it year advances? We tend to have more disease processes going on, so there's more opportunity for erectile dysfunction to okay. to take place. So, how? how what are the early signs? And you, initially, you, I heard you saying you said um, once or twice is not cause of concern. But I would want to say, what are the early signs of one of erectile dysfunction? What are the early signs to say I shouldn't go there late? Because I've often heard that men usually come to the doctor when it's all, almost already too late for any kind of disease. But in this instance, if I'm a man listening to this program, what would be the early signs? And I would say, now I need to go and see a doctor. Yes, yeah, so most of the, of the signs are actually signs that are related to the diseases that will uh, result in erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the things to look out for are, you know, morning erections. Okay. Uh, for most men, 
Uh, it is normal to wake up in the morning with an erection that has got nothing to do with sexual arousal. Yes. So when we get that in the mornings, we know that at least the mechanics are still working fine. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes, the erection is all about blood flow. So if we can get that morning erection, then we know that uh, the, the the mechanics or the plumbing is still in place. Yes. So when you wake up in the mornings, uh, you don't you don't wake up with uh, erection, morning erections as frequently as we used to. Mm-hmm. Then it's time to ask the question: Why? Uh, what's happening? And okay. then maybe you can get uh, checked for that. Okay. There are also uh, okay, maybe quickly the other other early signs, you know, the the, the reduced sex drive when you okay. think less frequently about sex, then maybe it's because there is no stimulation that is coming uh, that side. Um, when you have other medical uh, checks, you are informed your blood pressure is high, you are informed your sugar is high, mm-hmm. cholesterol is high. Okay. Those are red flags that might lead to uh, erectile dysfunction. Okay. And then even if you're still getting the erections fine, but you mm-hmm. feel that it's not as hard as it used to, yeah, probably there's something that is going on under now uh, in under undercover there. Okay. Uh, poor sleep as well is a is a, is, a, is also something that is uh, linked to uh, to erectile dysfunction. So when you struggle to sleep, uh, chances are that uh, sooner or later you might end up having uh, sexual dysfunction uh, issues as well. Okay. Can can I, can I, can I ask a question? Whether it's a myth or is it true? One one I, one person once commented and said, uh, one of the early signs of an erectile dysfunction is when the penis is no longer facing up in an upward direction, when rather it's facing in a downward direction, then you know there is a problem. Is that a myth or a, a, the truth? Yes, there's some truth to it because uh, that might mean that the erection is not as hard as it should be. Okay. Uh, and then there are other diseases also that affect the penis uh, itself. Uh, okay. There's a disease called peronist, oh, okay. where there is scar tissue formation. So even the shape of the penis itself, when it's okay. erect, it may not be straight, but it may be curved one direction or the other. Okay. So the direction is, uh, is is an indicator of how hard the erection is. Okay. So 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 okay. Moving on, doctor. Would you then say that? You've, you've spoken about diabetes, you've spoken about cholesterol. Would you say that this also points towards lifestyle? Yes, very much so, because part of the of, of, of correction of the erectile dysfunction is actually has got a lot to do with the lifestyle. Okay, all right. Okay, so, so, so is it, in essence, can I then ask the question, is erectile dysfunction curable? Yes, because we identify the underlying uh, problem mm-hmm. and then we can uh, deal with that. If we can deal with the diabetes, um, yeah. then it means the erectile dysfunction should also be dealt with. If it's the high blood pressure, if it is the medication, if it is the stress, if we address those issues, then we can fix the, 
the erectile dysfunction as well. So, so it's not just a matter of coming into the doctor's office and saying, doctor, I've got an erectile dysfunction, and the doctor just prescribes something for the penis, and that's it. We investigate deeper into the cause. Yes, we have to start, you know, those risk factors that we, we talked about in the beginning. Yes. We have to identify which risk factor have you got, and then if we identify a risk factor, then we see how we can um, modify those risk factors okay. in order to reverse the process. Okay. Can I ask a question then to say, there's, there are some men out there, probably somebody listening to this, who says, I'm probably the only guy. It, on a scale of one, uh, 1 to 10, how many men face this challenge of erectile dysfunction? Yes, if we look at uh, the lifespan of a man, uh, mm-hmm. about uh, 50% of men will at some point have erectile uh, problems. Okay, okay. So it's so, not just me alone. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now the, 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 maybe the, the, when, as we almost wrap up, I just want to ask psychologically, how would you uh, encourage men to overcome that psychological barrier of saying, I've got to a point where I need help. Because most men will probably go and look for Imbiza, as they would say in Isindevele or Isizulu. They would look for Imbiza, meaning they would, they're looking for herbs and uh, they drink herbs. And some have drunk herbs that have almost led them to the grave. Um, how would you encourage men to say, it's not an embarrassment to go to a doctor? Yes, um, as doctors, we are actually um, hoping that men will find it easy to come to us with these problems. Because many times it can be um, made right quite uh, fairly easily, especially if it is still early. Mm -hmm. And maybe what can be comforting is that a lot of the times... um, the erectile dysfunction is due to very simple factors like mm-hmm. a stressful episode at work, yes. uh, a stressful uh, episode with your partner, mm-hmm. uh, you are tired, you're not sleeping well, you've been under a lot of uh, physical exertion at work, such things. We correct those things and then the problem goes away. So mm-hmm. most of the time, it's not something that needs an injection or a prescription. It's just... Uh, uh, a few measures that we have to modify in the way that we 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 live, and then we go back to enjoy our fulfilling sexual lives. Yes, and I've heard um, doctors always almost advise against being on pills that enhance your sexual drive or enhance your the 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 the, the, the penis to be erectile. The, the pill is running away from me. I've seen it. The the blue pill. Um, Viagra, yes. Viagra. Yes. Doctors have shied away against that. Um, would you go down the same road to say, let's deal more with the problem rather than relying on pills? Yes, because the pill can um, uh, give you uh, improved sexual function for a while. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, something more serious uh, like a heart attack is brewing underneath. Yes. So, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, erectile dysfunction may show that you've got high cholesterol. Yeah. Uh, and then, if we just give you 
uh, Viagra without correcting the underlying cholesterol problem. Mm-hmm. It means that we are going to, you are going to end up uh, having a heart attack mm-hmm. while you are enjoying a good sexual life. Yet you can have good sexual life while at the same time we are alleviating uh, the, the life-threatening problem okay. of uh, high cholesterol. Okay, I've got two last questions. One that concerns pornography, and the other one would okay. I'll ask it when I get to that time. So, would also pornography be a cause? Watching pornography be a, 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 one of the causes towards uh, erectile dysfunction? Yes, um, pornography has got very negative uh, psychological effects, and <laughs> a large proportion of people with erectile dysfunction, the problem is at the level of uh, 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 the psychological function. So pornography uh, comes out with this, with the myriad of complications, uh, one of which would be that the erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. So one would not, would not encourage uh, people to, 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 to consume pornography. Mm -hmm. pornography. Right. And, and my last question then is, if I've got this problem, how does it help me to talk to my spouse to talk about this problem? Because I understand we, we, we just don't deal with the mechanics of this whole thing, but the psychological and the emotional. How does talking to my spouse help me walk through this problem? Yes, you know, like we said, you know, it, um, for most people, at one point or another, uh, this problem will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there won't be a significant physical problem. Right. Uh, most of the time, there will be a slight psychological problem. Mm-hmm. But because of our expectations as men, mm-hmm. we are so uh, disappointed, we are so anxious that we further inhibit our abilities to, to, to achieve uh, mm-hmm. uh, erections. Mm-hmm. So it is important that we are open with our partners. Right. Uh, I know sometimes there may be some strains, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one partner feeling, okay, are you getting your, se- your, your sexual satisfaction elsewhere? What? Mm-hmm. It is important that uh, there is openness. Yes. Um, the other partner is reassuring that, okay, I'm with you, I understand. It did not happen today, mm-hmm. and we encourage each other. If it keeps happening, let's go and visit a, a doctor. Because mm-hmm. if we get rid of the anxiety, you have mm-hmm. got rid of probably half of the problem. Right. right. We may end up having a very big erectile dysfunction problem simply mm-hmm. because of the anxiety that surrounds the whole issue. But if we communicate effectively, uh, we get rid of the anxiety, and we are more likely to get uh, to see recovery taking place. Brilliant. Anyway, do you have any last parting words for our male listeners uh, that would encourage them and fire them up to say this we can overcome? Yes. Uh, the bulk of this problem is solved by lifestyle uh, adjustment. Right. You know, the lifestyle that we, we encourage uh, involves good nutrition. If we eat well, Mm-hmm. Um, there is a study that that has been done that has actually shown that um, good uh, nutrition is right. associated with good um, uh, sexual function. Right. Uh, men who consume more fruit, who 
eat more vegetables, who eat whole grains, um, and who avoid red meat um, and sugars, processed grains, they actually have uh, better sexual lives. You know, uh-huh. that's a proven scientific fact. Okay. Uh, moderate exercise is also associated with good uh, sexual function. Mm-hmm. And all the other, uh, you know, uh, elements, including temperance, mm-hmm. mo- uh, moderation, everything that we do, we avoid alcohol, we avoid illicit drugs, we avoid uh, tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a good psycho- psychological health uh, mm-hmm. state, uh, which is grounded in trusting, you know, a higher being. Yes. Uh, fires us. You know, uh, um, as up to 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 maintain good overall health. When yes. we've got good overall health, we've mm-hmm. got uh, good sexual health. Yes. But uh, good sexual health cannot take place in the environment of uh, poor physical or psychological health. Mm, powerful. Thank you very much. I must say, Doctor, you've actually opened up my eyes to certain things. Yes, I did a research on it. I did read up on it, but. Uh, just talking to you for these few minutes has actually opened up my eyes to certain things and I hope that the men that are listening to this program will take steps to help themselves and become better men and overcome this problem uh, thank you very much Dr. Mbofu for sharing your time with us and giving us your wisdom and knowledge on this topic no, thank you for having me on the show yes no, definitely. We hope to invite you in the near coming future and we'll continue talking more about men's issues. We really, this is called the men's corner. We can be candid. We can talk about anything in this corner and without being judged. Thank you very much, Dr. Mpofo. Until we meet again next time. Bye. Thank you. Well, that was Dr. Mpofu talking to us about erectile dysfunction. And I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this program. You can follow us on gwalidefm.podbean.com or you can follow us on anchor.fm forward slash gwalidefm or you can follow us on our Twitter timeline at gwalidefm. I just want to urge you, share this podcast with men, become a better man, go and see your doctor. And as the song that was playing in the background never give up never give up on your manhood fight for your manhood and god will take care of the rest god bless you bye